Welcome to Showboat, a series of podcasts from the Battleship North Carolina in Wilmington. I'm Danielle Wallace, Programs Director, and welcome to another episode of the Showboat Podcast. Today, I'm so excited to be talking to Grady Jarman of Shady Grady. He is our brand new Battlestar Collection vendor, and he works with wood and a lot of other materials, and he has a great story to tell. But Grady, welcome to the Showboat Podcast. Tell me how you came about to be an artisan. I'm a fireman uh, with Wilmington for 19 years now. Um, I'm 42. I have three awesome kids and an amazing wife. I started uh, making all you know all types of things a long, long time ago. When uh, it all started, basically, I got in a motorcycle wreck after I got out of the service. And uh, I didn't get hurt bad, but I didn't have enough money to fix my motorcycle, so I fixed it myself. And then, next thing you know, I realized I I can do this. So I started um, buying uh, tools and things and fast forward to making knives, you know. It actually started, I was making, started making pens and then watching YouTube videos. And then I stumbled across a Walter Sorrell's video. Uh, on how to make a knife and I was like well I can do that too so I bought some stuff and now I've got a fully functional knife shop you know and here we are and I'm making uh make all all sorts of stuff Shady Grady EDC is uh is a company that we don't just make knives we make knives pens wallets all kinds of different things things that you would EDC stands for everyday carry so it would be whatever you put in your pocket you know your your knife your pen your wallet your comb Anything that you would carry with you every day, like before you walk out of the house, you check your pockets and make sure you have everything. That's the type of stuff that I do. So that's that's how that happened. Well, that that is really interesting about the motorcycle accident and how you essentially self-taught yourself how to do all of this. And I know for myself, when we interviewed Nick for the showboat podcast he brought in one of your bottle openers with all of this different wood and it was absolutely beautiful and I was like I have to know more about that and I have to have it but I also understand that you you mentioned that you were in the service so Mm -hmm. please tell me a little bit about your military career um well my military career isn't long um I got injured but uh basically shortly after high school uh uh, got married really young. That's why I have. There's where there's a big gap between my my children. But uh, um, I got married early and needed to forge my own path, you know. And so I joined the Air Force and um, went off to Lackland in Texas and was a uh, you know did boot camp there. And then I was in training for um, I did security forces, which is uh, basically. Um, Air Force Police, right? But th- their job was is a split job. Part of it is base security, and the other part is uh, retention of assets. So when it, what we would do is, uh, let's say the, the government says, hey, we need to put an airstrip here, right? The uh, combat forces would go in, they would clear the area, they would drop us, and then we would maintain security of that area until the engineers and the infrastructure could get put in and all that sort of thing. Well, gosh, I, f- I feel like just calling you Mr. Fix-It yeah. because it seems like you, you're fixing everything, whether it's a, a motorcycle, 
air airstrip landings, your your knee, everything. But you you mentioned the fire department, and I believe you are part of the Wilmington Fire Department. Yeah. And Wilmington Fire Department, for some of our listeners who do not know, they come um, on a regular basis here to the battleship and conduct confined space trainings. And I understand that you have been part of that. Do you want to tell me about some of your stories or experiences of of that training? Sure. I've been on. I've had the the pleasure of being on here uh, quite a few times over the the last nineteen years, and um, I like to. Uh, well, we did some confined space things, and we do shipboard firefighting training on here, and um, you know we we we. We do spend a lot of time here, but one of my favorite things is to go down to some of the places that maybe people don't get to see on the, the regular tour. And uh, I enjoy going in the, the brig and seeing all the things that people have wrote, written on the walls of the brig, you know, like, you know, like, you know, John Jay, you know, 45 days in subordination or whatever, you know, the, the little rhymes and things that are on there is pretty, pretty, pretty funny. You know, and then some of the places you get that we've gotten to go, you could see where guys that were working on this ship, Back in the day, before it was when it was still in use, like their razor is still sitting on the, the shelf, you know, underneath their the mirror in the in the in the bathroom, you know, or in the head rather, and uh, that's still it's pretty interesting to say to see that it's pretty much stayed the way it was, you know, as long as it has. So, I think that that's an awesome experience, and I schedule all of the confined space trainings and so it's really fun to hear some feedback about what actually goes on yeah. and 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 some of the experiences that the guys have yeah one of the uh one of the things that we'd like to do is um confined space meaning the space is tight right so we, we uh there was one time where we took a guy who's probably bigger than we wanted him to be put him in a hole that was smaller than we wanted it to be in. And we had to go, and it was in the, in between the inner hull and the outer hull of the, uh, the outer hull of the ship and just stuck him down there. And they, they said, Hey, go in there and get him." And with all of our extra equipment, you know, that we're, we're breathing air from a supplied air bottle, but we've got like, you know, uh, rescue bottles and things on our hips. And we got to go in this hole that's 12, 14 inches, you know, and we got to get a guy who's, 18 inches or better out of the hole and you got to do it for time. And, you know, you got to pretend like it's, like it's real and it's interesting. It's, it's, it's fun. There's, there's, you know, there's some uh, frustrations and there's some things said and, you know, but that's just how, that's just how the, the job is, but it's a, it's fun and uh, it's, it's a challenge. And this is, that's why we come here is because uh we could go to other ships, maybe at the ports or whatever, but they're they're on a time crunch. They they don't have time to just let us have fun, you know, and learn. We have to get in there, and we have to get in there and get out if we get a chance. So it's really more just the tour, but here we can actually challenge ourselves, and we have time to work through and make mistakes and learn and all those things, which you wouldn't you wouldn't get at the at a ship at say the ports. Plus. The ships at the ports are where we're going to need those skills because that we go there all the time for um, for rescue situations, and it's good to be able to kind of uh, learn and make mistakes here before we have to go do that do it for real over there. You know what I mean? Oh, 
Well, gosh, absolutely. And I know that as a staff, we are very happy to have the Wilmington Fire Department and other local fire departments come and train here because we know that it's important to y'all and we're, we're happy that y'all could use us as a venue for that training. So, so thank you for your service and all of that because when there's a problem, we want those people to know how to get that 18-inch person out of that 14-inch hole with, in one piece. but And maybe in some cases it might be more than 18 inches. Um, I've actually been here. I've actually been here a few times and actually done, you know, low-scale, low low-stress low rescues on, on this boat uh, two or three times over the years. You know, a, uh, a, a visitor would, um, on a tour, you know, maybe thinks he's a little sprier than he probably really is and ends up getting winded and we have to help him up or somebody falls down a flight of stairs or something like that and can't really get themselves out. So uh, also having the experience of being on here quite a bit, it really helps those situations as well. Well, exactly, and that's another reason why we are so thankful for y'all to come and train. I know in the summer is when we get a lot of people who I think have some heat exhaustion because it's just so hot down below, they don't realize it. And, and I think one of our most popular visitor photos is of the crew in the, uh, I think they're in the laundry in their underwear doing it because it's so hot. So that's always a, a fun picture. But you, when did you start to work with wood? Um. Well, wood uh, in particular, I mean, I, I did carpentry work and stuff, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, crafting with wood, I guess, started back when I started pen making, you know, because uh, um, wood, as far as crafting comes and making uh, is concerned, wood is pretty forgivable, for forgiving, and um, and it's, it, you can also make it do what you want. So, and it's beautiful, right? So pins are naturally naturally leaning towards wood good pins at least and uh but some of the other nifty like acrylic and bright colors and things like that those don't uh those aren't as forgiving as wood can be so of course as a new maker wood is kind of what you start with you know what I mean it's softer it turns faster but then when it comes to knives well, you've got different customers. You've got a customer that wants a tactical kind of knife, and you've got customers that want a traditional kind of knife. Or, you know, age definitely plays a part in that. And wood is very, very popular with um, with the older person, or somebody wants a traditional knife, or somebody wants a rustic, you know, uh, field knife. And of course, wood is wonderful for for that situation. But um, whenever it comes to a knife, I prefer to use uh, stabilized woods. And um, because it won't swell, it won't absorb moisture, it won't crack over time. It acts a lot like, and you can preserve it for a long time. So it won't, uh, it acts a little bit more like plastic, but it still looks like wood and you can preserve it and make, make it last. And that's a perfect ma marriage with the teak from the battleship is because there's not a whole lot of it left. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to last forever. But it's going to last a lot longer if we can stabilize it. And I won't use it. I won't put it on a knife if it's not stabilized. And I do it all myself, you know. So that's, that's why it works so well with this wood is because it's special. I can make it last a lot longer. 
and it makes a better product at the end. The first product that we are going to feature on the Battlestar collection of yours is this bottle opener with a tea candle, but it has a very unique sort of design, or at least I have not seen that design with a bottle opener before. How did you come up with that? Um, well, I, in turning, what happens is you you basically turn the wood parts or the plastic parts, the acrylic parts, whatever it is, you turn those around on a lathe and you make the design <clears throat> and like with pins you buy your metal parts from a supply company and um and then so you can make you press the pieces together and you make pins right um well i was looking in the catalog and i found this this thing called a, it was the, just a bottle opener but i had no idea what in the world it was so i bought one and it's just the metal end i bought one and i was like wow this is pretty cool and i made some of made some of those gave them out to my, my family and friends you know to see what they like see how they thought you know you like this you think it's cool is it, is it worth doing you know or is it just a piece of junk um which some of some of those things can be you know uh but uh the people really liked them and then uh i showed it to my buddy nick who you mentioned earlier and he was like the battleship would love this so i was like okay all right, I'm in, you know. So he brought it over here, and uh, there you go, you know. But really what I do is I buy the end part. It's a metal cylinder, basically, that's been uh, turned on the lathe um, to be able to open a bottle from any direction and sit flat on it so it can live on your countertop, and you don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to go rummaging through the drawer that has the wine cork opener that you never use and the, the, the toothpicks and the, the – the Taco Bell packets, you know, you can, it can live on your counter and it, it, it looks good and, uh, it's super easy. You don't have to figure out which end you're going to use or how to, you know, if it's on the bottle, right. It just, it just works all the time. And, um, so what I do is I buy that end and I buy the wood or I, I get the wood, however we want to do it. And, um, I take the wood and I, and I stabilize it and I just turn it around in various different, uh, designs or grips and things and customize it. Um, would you like me to talk about the stabilizing process? Real quick? Do. Okay, sure. Please do. Yeah. So basically, what happens is you take uh, you take wood, right, and it's splintery and it's soft and it's lightweight and um, it's dry, and so that that doesn't make for a very long lasting thing anymore, right? So what what you do is you put it under you you put it in in the in a tank and you cover it in a resin that's heat cured. You put it under vacuum, and what that does is it draws out all the air bubbles. When you cut the vacuum off, those voids where the air bubbles were are then replaced with resin. You do it again. You do it again until it stops making bubbles, and then there, you know there's no air left in there, and all that places all those voids and um, all those air pockets are now filled with resin. You take that out, you put it in the oven, and then that resin cures. So now you've got all these fibers that are now kind of glued together, you know, with a resin that's hard and um, is not, uh, it won't absorb moisture. It's permeable. It can be polished. It can be sanded to a high finish. But not, not much, not like a, uh, a wood, normal wood be, would be. So then once you do that, then I cut it up and put it, chuck it up on the lathe and turn it down and make it look cool, you know. Well, when I first saw your bottle opener, I my eyes did get very big and open, <laughs> and I was like, this is beautiful. I absolutely love it. And 
you were kind enough to personalize it with BB55 on the very tip. It's nice and subtle, which I like. I think our customers are going to like that. And again, I think that this is a product that would look great on any kitchen. Um, and it's great, you know, you could put it in your bag for going on a picnic or coming to, to the battleship to see the fireworks and use it to, to pop a bottle open and, and for a beer, whatever, root beer, <laughs> whatever, whatever, sarsaparilla, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to drink. And um, it's, it's going to be beautiful. And I know that it is currently available on battlestarcollection.com. But when I would like you to tell me now about when I first approached you to be a vendor and if you would like to do this, what were your initial thoughts? I was like, heck yeah, man, that's going to be awesome. You know, any, uh, any opportunity for more eyes to see my product and any opportunity for me to be able to help the, the boat out is, is a win, 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 win for me because, you know, I'm born and raised in Wilmington. I love this place. I've come to this boat as a kid. My grandma, help help pay for this boat and get it here with our milk money you know and um and actually ever since i've kind of been uh telling people that this is what i'm doing and they're like wow that's awesome my, my, my grandma tells me about when she was you know with you know how that she calls that her ship and i was like well no because that's my grandma's ship you know <laughs> but um but yeah i was like heck yeah man this is awesome and it's an again it's an opportunity for for more people to see my stuff and it's an opportunity for you guys to uh, find a, a a product that might be more accessible to a, uh, to more people. You know, not just a knife or not just, a, but also the price is 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 going to be at a better better place than some of the other things. And hopefully, it'll, it'll make your collection more well rounded and more received by the customers. And that's what that's what we're here for. That's what I'm here for. Well, absolutely, and I can't agree with you more when you're talking about your grandmother and that, nope, that's my grandmother's ship. My master's thesis was actually a visitor study of the battleship, and I called it the people's ship because I really feel that people have a strong connection to this battleship, more so than I think other historic ships because as far as I was able to determine that we were the only sort of grassroots efforts where the citizens of the state got together to bring together, to bring this ship to Wilmington. That does make us unique, and that does make us special, and I'm just going to say that that does make us number one. But it, it makes me think, too, what you were saying about your grandmother. The tagline for the Battlestar Collection is steel, wood, our stories, your stories, each one is the same, but they're all different. Mm -hmm. And again, that just circles around how this is exactly the fact that this ship is steel and wood. Mm -hmm. It's our stories and that it's the crew, but yet it's also your stories of your own experiences with the ship. Yep. They're all sort of the same and mm -hmm. that, you know, people are coming to the ship, but yet each one is a little bit different. And, uh, not to not to uh, tag my my bottle openers, but they're all look they all look the same. They are, but they're all made differently. Each each individual one is turned individually by hand by me, and they so they're, they're going to be the same wood. They're going to have a similar grain pattern, but 
none of them are exactly the same. And I did that on purpose, but I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I can make them all the same anyway, because it's all made by hand, but each one of them is different. So if you're interested in one, you're going to have to kind of look at all of them and kind of decide which one you like the best, you know? Well, that's what we wanted from you. Yeah. We, d- we don't want them to all look the same. That's the purpose of the, the Battlestar collection and that, you know, each product is a little bit different and that's what makes it so special and unique. And each product does come with a certificate of authenticity signed from the captain saying that this product that you use, the teak, was original to the battleship. That's awesome. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a pleasure. It was, it's good work, wood to work with. It's, uh, it looks good. It's a whole lot of uh, character in some of it, you know. And I, I, like I said, I had a blast. And it, and it was really easy to work. So I'm, I'm glad. Well, Grady, I'm so excited, and um, everyone, check, please check out Battlestar Collection to see Grady's bottle opener. Buy it, order it, use it, use it, get one for yourself, get one for a gift, and we're probably going to be adding some more of his products, of his everyday care products at EDC yep. Yep. pretty soon. So please continue to check us out. Uh, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for spending some time with us today. And everyone, I can't wait to talk to you all about our next upcoming Showboat podcast episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. From the Battleship North Carolina and Wilmington, North Carolina. Please check out our Showboat's podcast webpage on battleshipnc.com. We have put some pictures of Grady and his teak bottle opener on the podcast page, and so hopefully some video will be coming soon. Of course, his products are available for sale on BattlestarCollection.com. We'll see you next time.